Welcome to episode 151 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode, we are talking about procrastinating. No, I didn't say that wrong. I did mean to say procrastinating, not procrastinating. Maybe even in just hearing that word, you're like, wait, I think I do that. Let's find out. On to the episode. Let's go. Recently on my Instagram stories, I shared a poll and asked people if they consider themselves procrastinators. If you're like, I'm not even sure what that is, Kim, it's exactly what it sounds like. And we're going to dive into that definition a little bit more today. And I bet you're going to, if you are a person who does this, which a lot of people are, you're going to recognize it in yourself, even though you've never heard that word before. In fact, when I polled my audience after explaining um, an experience I had had with procrastinating, 94% of the people I polled said, oh my gosh, yes, I do that. Only 4% said, I need to think about that. And only 1% said, never have I ever. So most people recognized in themselves this tendency to procrastinate. Now, this is something that was a go-to coping mechanism of mine when I was overweight and when I was struggling to lose that weight. I did not have a name for it. I did not know. I had never heard of the term procrastinating, but I sure know what it was. I did it a lot. I did it a lot. And I had to really work to overcome that. It wasn't until many years later that I heard the term procrastinate. I heard it from Georgie Fear, who is a coach I very much admire. She has the book Lean Habits. Um, she's been on this podcast multiple times before. You may have heard me discuss this idea of procrastinating in small bits here on the podcast before as it related to conversations we were having, but I've never had a full episode on it. And I decided that is definitely worthy of that considering how many people struggle with it. And it can be a real issue in that it could keep you from reaching your goal. So if you have a goal to lose weight, procrastinating can be another one of those stumbling blocks, kind of like weekend overeating or nighttime overeating. It's definitely a form of like emotional eating, like stress eating. This is another one of those things that we do mindlessly most often. We're not even aware that we're doing it in the moment unless we make ourselves become aware of it, which is one of the steps we're going to talk about today. So, uh, let me tell you about the experience I had this week that prompted me to talk about this on my Instagram stories, because I now manage this in a really productive way where back in the day, I most certainly did not. So earlier this week, I was working on this project, uh, working on this project on my computer, really focused, very much paying attention. And I was, I got a little bit stuck after a while, you know, like my brain fried kind of thing. Like, do I want to, I was working on a presentation I'm going to be doing soon. And I was trying to figure out where the best place to say certain things, how I wanted to organize it. And it wasn't flowing as I wanted it to. It wasn't flowing. And so I was trying different things and I just kind of wasn't there. And in my brain, I had the thought, hey, you could use a snack. A snack. <laughs> That's what you could use. Now, look, I did not need a snack and I knew I didn't need a snack. Now, how I knew it immediately without even having to think about it is because I know of my tendency to procrastinate, okay? Like this is a pattern in my life. And so I was very easily able to recognize, like, I know you're not hungry, Kim. It was like an hour and 45 minutes ago, you had a very large breakfast before you got down to work. It's not food you need. It wasn't food I needed. What I needed was a break from thinking about this particular problem. 
that's what I needed. And so my brain was suggesting, hey, ding, 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 I got it. Instead of working on this problem you're struggling with, you should go get a snack. Go ahead, right? Okay, do you do this? Do you recognize this in yourself? Maybe you do this um, right when you get home from work. So you've had a long day at work and now it's time to dive into things like um, cooking dinner or helping the kids with their homework or, you know, switching the laundry, whatever it is. Maybe you feel that then, or maybe you're similar to me when you really get working on a project and you're kind of having a brain freeze or you've just been at it. Maybe you've been answering hundreds of emails and you start to feel that kind of like burnout feeling from that. And the thought comes into your mind, like I should take a break to go get a snack. That's what I need. I need a snack. So if this is something you're recognizing in yourself and you think it's inhibiting you from meeting your weight loss goals, let's talk about changing it. Now, look, there is nothing wrong with having a snack. I'm not saying you shouldn't have snacks, that snacks are inherently bad. They're inherently going to keep you from losing weight. Absolutely not. There's zero, there's zero about what I'm saying to support that. But what I am saying is when we mindlessly take in calories like this, especially at times when we're not hungry, right? We're not even hungry. We're trying to meet a need with food that's not even um, what food is intended for, right? That can be an issue for us. And it's something that we can choose to work through or not. And if you're like, yeah, like I don't want to keep procrastinating. I do think it's getting in the ways of my goal. Uh, what can I do? That's what I want to talk about here today. So I'm going to give you a couple of steps that you can work through to stop being a procrastinator. And the first one is being aware. Okay, so you're going to become aware of these tendencies. Likely, having listened to this, you're already nodding your head and being like, oh, wait, yeah, I do recognize that in myself. So what we want to do next is have some more specific awareness. Start paying attention to when you're doing it, when you're about to do it. And at first, it might be literally like mid-doing it that you, that you realize like, oh, wait, this is literally it. Me going, getting up to go get that bag of Skinny Pop, that's, that's me doing this. Like, I'm not even hungry. Okay. And start looking for patterns, times you typically do this a lot. Like I said, maybe it is right after work, or maybe it's um, a certain time of the day, or when you're working on a certain project, or um, like me, when you start to feel a little bit stuck on a problem. Okay. So start looking for those patterns, become aware. This can take some time to really tune into that. And it really is the first step to being able to change it is to notice that you're even doing it. So that is step number one is to really build that awareness. After you have done that, and this, this is not going to be like a series of steps, like first you do step one and then you do step two, you're going to work your way through this in more of a free flowing motion, right? So you'll start building awareness of it. And then as you start building awareness of it, you can move on to step two, which is, which is going to be pausing. Okay. And as you start doing that, you might eventually have to go back to step number one and build some more awareness so they can kind of go back and forth. But I'm going to give these to you kind of step by step, but know that they kind of go back and forth that how you'll use them. So step two would be pausing and noticing it in the moment that you're doing it. Okay. So you've built up some general awareness. You start building up more specific awareness and like, here are times that I'm most likely to do this. Then you're going to, when you catch yourself, you're going to start pausing. And creating this intentionality here is the goal. And you may be saying out loud to yourself, I'm getting ready to procrastinate. I have a thought in my brain. My brain is telling me to go get a snack. Okay, so really pause, take a breath, bring that intentionality 
instead of going on autopilot, recognize what you are doing or what you are about to do and give yourself space to make an actual choice versus going on autopilot. Okay. And then step three is going to be checking in with yourself around the question, am I hungry? Am I hungry? And if the answer is no, that is a big cue that you might want to choose something else to do then. If you are hungry, there is nothing wrong with having some food. Now, you might want to do some more thinking around the fact of like, well, how hungry am I and how close to my next meal or dedicated snack am I, right? Because remember, hunger isn't an emergency. Just because we're hungry doesn't mean we have to jump right up and eat something. So this is a chance for you to give some thought around Okay, so I'm hungry. So what now? Do I actually want to have a meal now? Do I want to have a snack now? Maybe I want to wait a little bit longer. Okay, and then maybe you too will come back to what I was just saying, which is we're going to choose something else. And that something else is some form of a break, which is step four. You're going to give yourself a break that is not food related. I think a lot of times we choose this idea of eating uh, as our break, because it feels legitimate, right? So like you're hard at work and you're, you're working, you're supposed to be working, you're supposed to be getting stuff done around the house. And who could possibly argue with the fact that you need to stop and get something to eat because we all need to eat. It just feels so legitimate. And then maybe you're really proud about the fact that you're a super hard worker, or maybe you're worried um, about people thinking that you're not a super hard worker. And so you want to keep that appearance up of like, I'm always working, I'm grinding, I'm hustling, right? And who can argue again with getting food? And so it feels really legitimate. Giving yourself permission to take a break in another way is the goal here. We're going to take a different type of break. Because remember, you were taking a break anyway to get food. It's not like that time like magically appeared. You were still using time. So fill that time with something else, something that might actually be a better break for you because you weren't even hungry anyway. It could be anything you want. Going outside, lying down, closing your eyes for a few minutes, taking an actual little cat nap. It could be playing with your dog. It could be putting on a, a favorite song you like and listening to it or dancing along to it. It could be just doing some stretches. It could be calling your friend. It, be, it could be going for a walk around the block. It could be um, going outside to uh, water your flowers and enjoy your garden for a few minutes. So there's lots of different things it could be and you get to choose. I think it would be a good idea to create a menu of options for yourself for varying situations. So like if you're at work, what could be some of the things you do to take a break versus if you're at home kind of in that, like I just got home, but I'm putting off the work I still have to do around the house tonight kind of, kind of moment, the list might be different. Could be similar, but it could be different. So those are the things that you can do to help to curb this procrastinating that could be getting in your way. Now, this is just a tool in your toolbox. This is not like the be-all, end-all. Okay, there are some bigger questions you might still need to ask yourself. If you are constantly feeling this resistance as you're working, it's a good cue that you might need to think about why. And these are bigger questions outside of, um, you know, nutrition coaching, but there are definitely things to consider. Like, is it, do you not like your job? Do you not like your, your coworkers? Are you um, bored? 
Are your expectations out of whack? Do you need to work on uh, time management? Do you need to work on delegating better? Do you need to work on uh, setting up proper expectations for yourself? Maybe you're trying to cram too much into a day or into a week. Is it um, the fact that we've lived for so long now in this idea of hustle culture and you need a new definition of for what success or productivity is going to look like for you. So the steps I'm giving here for you today, they're not going to tackle any of that. Those are other things to also consider, but these steps can really help you so that you curb that procrastinating. And then you can dig into some of these bigger issues that you may or may not have. And there might not be, there might not be any bigger issues, but just definitely want to put it out there that there could be and to consider them. So we don't want to just put a band-aid on a situation. All right, so let's go over those steps again. Step one is to build awareness of procrastinating and its role in your life. Are you doing it? If so, when really start paying attention, look for what typically triggers you to procrastinate. Step two is you're going to pause. You're going to give yourself time to actually make a choice, to be intentional about a choice. Step three is checking in with yourself to ask, am I hungry. And then step four is taking a break in another way. If the answer is no, or if you've decided I am hungry, but it's just not time for me to eat yet, taking a break in another way. It is valid to take breaks. Even if you're working, even if you know you're on the clock, even if you have a ton of things to do in your house, you can be more productive taking dedicated brain breaks so that you can be refreshed and get back to your work from a, from a better spot. You know, I had an experience just this morning. I had an influx, just an amazing amount of emails that it was just time to get to. Like it was time to get to these emails and I was working and I was working, I was working. And at, eventually I, was, I realized, and I said to myself, you are going to be able to give better attention to these people if you make them wait a little bit longer to get a response because you're just going on autopilot. Now you need to get up. You need to go do something else. And that something else was actually another work project, but I couldn't answer another email, um, giving it the attention it needed in that moment because I had just answered so many. So I went and did another work project. So sometimes the break you need might even just be a change of focus. Okay. So I went and worked, I went and worked on a video and that was a very different type of work. And that was the break I needed. And then I was able to come back and do some more of the emails. So coming to the place where you can follow through these steps, and so much of this is really um, getting off of autopilot and asking yourself these questions and paying attention and giving yourself the chance to make actual choices. It's also really important to know that this um, habit of procrastinating is something you may have been doing for a long time now. And it's not going to necessarily just switch super easily because I gave you these nice steps to follow, right? It takes time to change this. It takes working through it. It takes um, not doing it well, even once you've become aware of it. It sometimes takes more time to be like, oh, I see it. I know that I'm doing it. And here's how I'm going to manage it. It can take multiple times, multiple, multiple times till you're doing this even kind of um, with effort and then much longer until it becomes kind of your default. For me, this is my default now. Like I can immediately recognize I'm about to do it and make another choice. Whereas for a long time, I had to really kind of think through it, just like anything else that you're practicing, right? So my daughter literally just got her license yesterday 
And she's still very much in that stage where she's having to, and I've talked about this, I think on the podcast before, she really has to think when she gets in the car to do every little bit, everything she has to do, you know, putting in the key and backing up and all of those things. And whereas for me, because I've been driving for so many years, I don't think about any of those things. I can be thinking about all kinds of other things. And before I know it, I'm driving down the street. I haven't thought at all about how to start a car and back it out of the driveway. Same thing here with uh, getting past the procrastinating. Okay. You're going to have to be very thoughtful. It's going to take off a lot of mental energy in the beginning. And then over time, it, it can become like your new default. It's just playing in the background there. This is exactly the kind of thing that I can coach you through in Fitter After 40, which is my eight-week online program to help women over 40 with their nutrition, their exercise, and their mindset so they can get in the best shape of their lives. Doors are opening to the waitlist on August 25th. You can find the link to get on the waitlist in the show notes. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I hope you found it motivational, inspirational, educational, organizational. If you did find value in this episode today, it would mean a great deal to me if you would leave a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to this episode on. It really does help to get this podcast in front of other people. Thanks so much for being here.